Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. Once again, we're down a Danette. McLovin off this week. Fritzy's here representing the back row. Paulie and Seton in the front row. Yours truly. Come in, stay a while. Going to check in with John Barry. He's covering the uh, NBA Finals for the Mothership, former NBA player. Who's got the pressure on them tonight? Which player has the most pressure? 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning. Good morning to Peacock, our streaming partner. Download the app and you can watch all three hours for free. And you can see how the sausage is made. Sausage off, right, Fritzy? Absolutely. Thank you, Todd. Also, we say good morning to our radio affiliates numbering nearly 400 cities around America. iHeartRadio. And uh, also the Fox Sports Radio lineup. NBA playoffs feel like they've been going on a long time. Remember when Kevin Durant's tippy toes were on the three-point line in that Nets-Bucks series? That feels like last season, doesn't it? Or when LeBron was still in the playoffs. Now the only playoffs he's in, battling aliens in Space Jam. I did watch the movie last night. I know it's not meant for me. I'm not the target demo. And... I was a little bit surprised because LeBron's a villain. And then his son is in the movie. And I I just had a hard time kind of understanding. It, it felt like life's lessons and you wanted to. I just wanted a damn cartoon. I just wanted to have something that was pretty breezy there. A little deeper than I thought. But um and I'm not going to compare, you know, LeBron to Michael in the Space Jam. Better actor? <laughs> Michael, obviously. Uh, but I, I, I did watch it a little bit. It just wasn't as breezy as I thought. That, that's the word. I kept going, man, I, I'd like this to be a little more lighthearted here. It was heavier than what I thought. 
Um, would I recommend it? Yes. Yeah, for for somebody who is 14 and under, yeah, you would probably get a kick out of it. Now, maybe as you, if you're a parent, you might be watching and maybe you take away some life's lessons there, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Let's put it that way. Yeah, Paul. I'm just guessing here, but uh, I bet LeBron's team win, wins. I end. don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to spoil it. I know that, <laughs> hey, I know he won at the box office. Because there are a lot of people on social media like, let's see what you do against Black Widow. And then all of a sudden you go, uh, the number one movie in America is Space Jam, not Black Widow anymore. Uh, so you think back when LeBron was in the playoffs. How about Ben Simmons passing up that dunk opportunity against the Atlanta Hawks? Or Paul George was actually playoff P. And did the Hawks actually make it to the conference finals or was that a dream? So this has been a long, strange trip in the postseason. Two games left, maybe. Maybe it ends tonight. The drama of the series has been great. And hopefully we get a few more memorable moments before it's all said and done. The long, strange playoff road finally reaches its conclusion. And you start to think about NBA Finals. And having covered quite a few of them, you would always, it felt like, remember the moments made by the winning team. What's, what's Phoenix's signature moment so far? Exactly. Milwaukee? Got a couple of them. You know, Drew Holiday, the steal, the alley-oop to Giannis, Giannis with the block. Like, they got a couple of them. And normally that team wins a championship. And you get this feeling that this is it. There's going to be 60,000 fans outside the arena in Milwaukee. It feels like they're going to have a parade tonight if Milwaukee wins and wins its second NBA championship in the first in 50 years. But if they don't win, can't imagine what that 60,000 is going to feel like outside the building as the series will then head back to Phoenix. But we will approach tonight's game six with John Barry coming up next hour. Poll question, who's doing the honors today, Paulie? If you were a Milwaukee's a Milwaukee Bucks fan who had tickets to game six at home tonight and you could sign a deal. The Bucks lose tonight but win in seven games and your team wins the NBA title or you go tonight and you roll the dice with whatever happens in game six and seven. Ooh. So you're guaranteeing yourself a victory mm-hmm. but it's not going to be in the game you're at. To put this in perspective, I went to game three and four of the Cubs World Series in Chicago. They lost both games. But they don't feel that bad because it doesn't bother me now. But those two nights were two rough nights. Oh, you're a mess. I, I, Paulie doesn't get emotional. Oh. I thought, God, I got it. This guy's going to cry. After game four in Chicago, there was no public transportation. You had to walk like eight blocks. It was like a walk of drunken zombies <laughs> who were upset about it. It was a walk in shame. Oh, walk of wa- shame. It was. Yeah. But if you could sign that deal if you're a Bucks mm. I would. I would go to game six. And just expect us to win. I think the last time they lost was to the Atlanta Hawks in the playoffs at home. I would roll the dice. Now, Phoenix has been good on the road, but I would roll the dice there and say, we got momentum. We're going to sweep them. Lost the first two. We're going to win the next four. Yes, he got to roll the dice. Yeah. To be there in that yeah. atmosphere, if they win game six and you were there, 
Got to roll the dice. Any other poll questions, suggestions? Um, I have one. If I would have told you a week ago that Eli Manning would work in the media someday, your answer would have been, <laughs> sure, maybe, no chance in hell. Well, I thought that he was going to work with the Giants. He, he has a role with the Giants. It's like a business development type role. Yeah. But as far as a standalone media member where he's another analyst, like Tony Romo, the answer is no. But now he's going to pair up with his brother and they're going to do Monday Night Football. It's, it's great business by Eli and Peyton. And, and Peyton's, Peyton's saying to ESPN, I don't want to work for you. I want to work with you. And that's where you own things. And then ESPN will then rent those things, buy those things. You already have Peyton's places. Do you realize that he's got other athletes that are going to be doing, like Poppy, Big Poppy's going to do Poppy's places. Uh, Abby Wambach is going to do Abby's places. He's creating this I, I don't know if it's a, a series of these shows. I don't even know how to describe it, but he's he's branching out where he's probably going to executive produce uh, these shows. Yes, Eden. But he's kind of taking the model that Kobe was or had already started. He, you know, details is a Kobe Bryant show. You know, he was already yeah. um, selling content to ESPN and probably other providers or other places. Uh, so it's sort of just an extension of that. And then you wonder because. When you start to think of this decision that I kept waiting for Peyton, if he was going to do Monday Night Football or somebody else was going to reach out to him, if Troy Aikman went into uh, the front office for a football team and Peyton decided he was going to do Fox, then you realize that even the numbers where I was talking to a TV exec and you could get some pretty good numbers, you weren't going to get Tony Romo numbers, but you were still going to be able to fly private, uh, you know, in and out at these places like that was really important with Peyton, with his children. Uh, and then I thought, well, if you pair Eli and Peyton and you do that on Monday night, then you probably have some magic there. But Peyton standing alone uh, could do it. But this allows Eli. Eli is the only guy who could probably poke and jab Peyton Manning live on the air. And. You know, your announcer probably can't, but if you're able to get Eli in there with Peyton, Peyton's going to dissect the game. Eli's going to be in there. You're going to have celebrities in there. I don't know who your host is. You might as well have Cooper Manning, the other brother in there. Uh, he worked for Fox, but maybe you could uh, loan him out and he could be the pseudo host. And, and this is more of a come on in, watch the game with us. From what I'm being told, it's, it's like a viewing party. But the analysis is going to be top, top shelf. Now you wonder, okay, is ESPN bastardizing its Monday night crew with Steve Levy and Brian Greasy and Lewis Riddick? I think what they're doing, and they do this with uh, the national title game, with the mega cast, where you have all of these different channels and they're covering the event. You know, the coach's corner, uh, Bill Simmons is able to do this. But I think that's what's going to happen and it probably takes a little bit of the pressure off the Monday night team because, you know, they, okay, if you watched Eli and Peyton, maybe you watch for a little while and then you want to watch an actual broadcast of the game and then you may come back. And it might be a good thing for that team because it feels like ESPN has been trying for over two decades to get Monday night football right. And now you have Eli and Peyton on the ESPN platform but not on the actual broadcast. And they're going to do 10 of these games on Monday night. 
Um, I'm curious to, to hear how it sounds. But I was also surprised it's only 10 games. But they want to control the schedule. You know, the, Tony Romo's got to do the whole season here. Peyton's probably like going, hey, I'll, I'll do it, but this, we want to do this number of games there. And do you go to each city? Is it something where Eli and Peyton can watch a game and they're in New Orleans uh, at, at their parents' house? I don't know, but it feels like this is it's a brilliant business move. Peyton Manning is doing what Shaq is doing, and that is you don't want to get paid for doing something. You want to own a piece of something. When Shaq comes in and does you know, pizza or the doorbell or the general, Shaq goes, don't pay me. I want a piece of this. And if you think about, he's become a billionaire with, with these business decisions. And I think other athletes look at this and go, yeah, don't pay me a fee. Give me a piece of the company. And if I own the company, the fact that you want a piece of it, I like that even more. Like you are actually invested with me. And I like that. But I think what Peyton is doing, he's got the power to be able to do this. And the mothership is already in business with him. And they're going to be doing Monday Night Football. This program brought to you by Simply Safe. Simply Safe has been making people feel safe at home for 15 years now. With Simply Safe, there's always someone there who has your back to keep you safe. Go to simplysafedan.com today, customize your system, get a free security camera. Four days until the Olympics, and there was, I don't know how to describe this, just to be fair to it, but the head of the uh, Olympic Organizing Committee, the Tokyo Olympic Organizing Committee talked about the possibility of canceling the Olympic Games as more athletes tested positive for COVID-19. Now, he said he couldn't rule it out. Now, when you see the headline, it becomes a little more ominous. It's a little scarier there. But uh, the head of the organizing committee said, we can't predict what will happen with the number of coronavirus cases. So we will continue discussions if there is a spike in cases. We have agreed that based on the coronavirus situation, we will convene five party talks again. At this point, the coronavirus cases may rise or fall. So we will think about what we should do when the situation arises. It's just one of those that you just tuck it in a corner in your mind and just go, okay, opening ceremonies coming up on Friday night. Uh, let's see. Anything else we need to mention here before we take a break? Yes, Paulie? There is actual Aaron Rodgers news. Actual news. What? Ish. What? Yeah, I would say it is. Okay. Okay. I'm about to email it to you Okay. for, for soaking in purpose. Okay. All right. Then we'll, we'll take a break and uh, we'll discuss that. <laughs> you can marinate on that a bit. Yeah. 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 All right. It feels like news. Okay. I think it is. All right. <laughs> All right. Backtracking. I feel like McLovin. I'm back. I, I said uh, something and I'm I'm not back. No, I think it is. Okay. Is it is it news that I as a journalist I need to talk about right now? Or do I take a break? No, I want you to soak it in. Okay. Because there's some questions about it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll come back and talk about the Aaron Rodgers news. Is it news or not? We'll let you be the judge. Yes, Aaron Rodgers and his brother just sold a Side screen mega cast for oh, football. They're gonna. They want to do uh, Monday Night Football as well. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna do that. No, we have ours that we're doing. They're gonna compete against uh, the, the Manning brothers. 
That's not it, is it, Pauline? Find out. I didn't just scoop it. Did find, I think it's sorry. Find out next. All right. 15 after the hour. We'll come back after this. It's amazing. Discover. I sounded like Oprah there. Well, I don't know. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's my book club. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. And there's no limit on how much you can earn. That's amazing. It's amazing. So amazing. Because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. So get used to hearing that word yes more often. You can learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. 
Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Opening ceremony, Tokyo Olympics, Friday, 7.30 Eastern on NBC. Maybe. I mentioned this prior to the commercial break that we had maybe potential Aaron Rodgers news. Adam Schefter reporting this offseason, the Packers offered Aaron Rodgers a two-year contract extension that would have tied him to Green Bay for five more years and made him the highest paid quarterback and player in football. Rodgers declined the offer and then Shefty ends his tweet, proof it's not about the money. Now, it feels like at the very end, let me backtrack here. I'll start at the end. Proof it's not about the money feels like that's an opinion maybe that the agent wants to send out. I'm just, I'm going to read between the lines here. Shefty gets a lot of his information from agents and it feels like, hey, uh, yeah, we declined the offer. Proof it's not about the money. That one feels, that just kind of hangs out there. That, that sounds like what an agent would say. And why is this being reported now? When was the offer made and when did he turn it down? Those are the questions that I have right now. This makes Aaron look better, right? And, and, and I don't know if he, if he just really doesn't want to be a Packer. Like, that's all I want to hear. Like, put us out of our misery. You don't want to be there, then say you don't want to be there. It just feels like it's this coy game, or maybe it's not so coy game of, I don't know, is he going to show up? I don't know. Is he going to sit out? Is he going to retire? He's going to host Jeopardy. Remember when that was the storyline? Oh, he'll just do Jeopardy. Okay. Um, that probably is not going to suffice. I don't think that'll quench his competitive thirst to be one of the great quarterbacks of all time that you're going to prematurely retire. I understood Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer retired instead of playing for the Bengals. That's how bad the situation was. And he was true to his word. And then the Raiders traded for him. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers says, hey, I'm going to retire. I just, I always want to know the timing of it. Now, as far as the source, I'm going to guess this is coming from Aaron Rodgers' agent. And Shefty's reporting it as he does so well, that you're going to extend him for five more seasons. Now, this isn't news because we had talked about this a couple of months ago. 
I was told that he had an offer to be the highest paid quarterback and that he wanted a guarantee that he was going to be the starting quarterback. I don't know if you can guarantee that in the language of a contract, but that's what I was told after the Super Bowl. To me, it's a little more specific, but it's not breaking news. If you want to say, all right, five more seasons, so it'd be a two-year contract extension. If you're going to make him the highest paid quarterback in the league, then you're going to want something out of this as well. But when Rodgers declines the offer and then proof it's not about the money, is that Shefty saying it's not about the money? Is that the source saying it's not about the money? Timing is really important with this, too. Yes, Paulie. This feels a little newsy to me because I'm, I, I guess I'm a bit of a cynic. I always think everything's about money. Uh, I thought that Aaron Rodgers and his agent was playing this whole thing to get one last monster contract. Mm. And it appears, if you believe Adam Schefter, that he was offered one last monstrous contract to go into his 40s. And if he passed on that, to me, again, this is face value, makes me think, boy, he really, in the near future, maybe not this you know, August, wants to be out of there. But, Paulie, why doesn't he just say it? Does he want Green Bay to be the bad guy where Green Bay goes, uh, I- we're going to trade you? Yes, Eden. Is there semantics in this, though, where it's not about the money, it's about the years? Or is that cutting it too thin? It could be. Like, I don't, I don't know how petty this is getting or going to get or was. I have no idea. Because Aaron has not, he's been coy with all of this. You know, hey, you're going to show up for camp? We'll see. Yeah, we will. But the timing of this is interesting because... Camp opens up next week. And I don't know if it's important for Aaron Rodgers to be beloved by Packer fans right now. Like, hey, I'm not the bad guy here. Like, we get it. Your feelings were hurt. Absolutely. I understand that. But at some point, you can't let the little thing override the bigger picture here. And that is, how important is it to win? You told us, uh, I don't know, how many months ago? Hey, I love the place, the history, the fans, tradition, my coach, my player. Okay, so you don't like one or two people in the front office. Don't let that impact what could be another magical season for you. The Packers bet against you. Get over it. They thought you were going to be on the decline, and they drafted Jordan Love. And I think if Aaron was honest, he would say, I had two substandard years. Okay, I get it. They bet against you. You prove them wrong. Now what do you want? I just want to know, when was this made? What did he ask for? What are they asking for? Are they asking for anything? Because is this just one of those where Rogers Camp, you know, is incommunicado, and then the Packers go, what about... What about, and then what? Do you make a counteroffer here? But you did turn it down. Were there discussions? When were the discussions? And why is this coming out right now as we're a couple of days away from the Packers reporting to camp? That's what I'm curious about. Uh, the information, a little more detailed, but there's nothing new when it comes to being the highest paid player in the game. I was told that a couple of months ago. Um, proof. It's not about the money. Man, it's always about the money. On some level, it'll be about the money. But as Green Bay moves forward, you know, what is the scenario next week? 
Rodgers shows up and then the Packers go, we don't want you to be a distraction. Okay. And then what? Are you wait? You've already taken out seven teams, eight teams, nine teams. Somebody in the NFL home office said, you know, was surprised if Aaron wants out. Uh, he's limited the number of teams that he could go to right now. And the Packers have limited the number of trade partners. That was very puzzling here. And I'll go back to the night of the draft when Shefty had that information, which was just sort of a culmination of reports and whispers and rumors. It felt like it was imminent. And if you were going to trade Aaron Rodgers, that was the time to trade him where everybody's on the clock. And Aaron got his wish. He has disrupted the Packers, their draft. Like he, he's, he's the center of attention with this. You could get out. I truly believe Aaron Rodgers wanted to go to the Rams. The Rams and the Niners. And the Niners still aren't sold on Jimmy Garoppolo, no matter what they say. But the Rams went all in. And when you drafted Trey Lance, now I've taken Aaron Rodgers out of the equation. You gave up an awful lot for Trey Lance. If you would have said to the Niners, what do you give us for Aaron Rodgers? You could have, if you think Jordan Love can play, I got Jordan Love, I got my starter. We're going to take a little bit of a hit, but look at what we've done for the future here. But I, I have to believe, I have no information that Aaron Rodgers saw that Matthew Stafford deal. And went, you have information? No, no. That he had to go, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And then looked at the Niners and realized that they were taking Trey Lance and probably went, are you kidding me? So now where? Denver? All right. Got a, a, a young nucleus there. Raiders? I don't know. But if you're the Packers, you have to get to the point where you go, okay, are, are we going to do something that's detrimental to our franchise? You got to get, you got to put egos to the side and make a business decision if you're Green Bay. You may not want to trade him. You may not be one of the guys. You don't want to be known as the guy who traded Aaron Rodgers. But you don't want to be the guy who held on and had a grudge against Aaron Rodgers and then didn't trade him. And then you don't get anything. Are you going to wait till the next season? Is he going to play this season? Is he going to sit out? Is he going to get cut? Yeah, Paul. How do the Packers come off to their fans based off this report? They they appeared appear to, if you believe the report, offer him a contract to make him the highest paid NFL athlete of all time, and yeah. he passed. Yeah. If you believe Adam Schefter's report. Well, as a fan, if I'm a Packers fan, I go, hey, we're trying our best. We're trying to give him everything possible. But then when you get the, yeah, they did do that, but, and Shefty puts it in his tweet, uh, tweet, proof it's not about the money. Okay, we know that there's friction. Can you get past the friction? And if not, ask for a trade. And if you can't get past it from the Packers' point of view, at what point do you say there's diminishing returns here? Because you you could have had eight to ten teams who probably would have fallen all over themselves prior to the draft to trade for Aaron Rodgers. And now what do you have? What are you getting from Denver if that happens? What are you getting from the Raiders? Who else is in there? You just limited yourself.
I'm just curious about the business part of this. And I've said all along, I thought that Aaron Rodgers was going to play for Green Bay this year. That you, I sent a message, and now everybody knows what I've been dealing with, and I'm going to live up to my contract, and I'm going to go in there and continue to play. And then I'll play for somebody else because they've already made their decision on their quarterback. I'm going to make it so difficult for them to make that decision. I'm going to come back with another great year coming off the MVP. But that's why when you apply logic to this, what is the end game for Aaron Rodgers? To get traded? Then say it. Yes, Eden. Because if it was just something like a simple contract dispute, it would be so much easier to be like, no, we're close. Just yeah. working out the details. Yeah. Now yeah. we're close. Yeah. Baffling. Really is. Really is. All right. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Once again, this is Adam Schefter's report that the Packers offered Aaron Rodgers a two-year contract extension. So that would have tied him up to Green Bay for five more years and made him the highest-paid quarterback and player in football. Rodgers declined the offer. Proof it's not about the money. Yes, Paul. I have a new poll question. We scrubbed the old one. You see scrubbed? I'm going for the uh, space travel thing. Jeff Bezos, by the way, he already went into space and is back since we started the Aaron Rodgers story. Really? Yeah. Bezos and his brother, Mark, Yeah. They uh, their capsule went up into space successfully and dropped back down safely. Well, how long were they in space? Ten minutes. Does that count as going into space? Well, how far do you have to go into space to be in to space? They called it like sub-atmosphere, hmm. which I think... Okay. Did they, the, they, got in, they got well into zero gravity. Okay. Did the guy who did the Red Bull jump, was he <laughs> up higher than Jeff Bezos' spaceship? Oh, man, I don't know. That was crazy. It was. That was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I can't watch it. I cannot watch that again. It's just, even thinking about it, I'm like, oh, my God. It, can, it like makes my stomach. I can feel my... <sighs> yeah, Paulie. So Bezos' ship went up for 10 minutes straight up, and it looks like a rocket ship, but kind of like a JV version. It's like a medium size because mm, there's mm. only a couple dudes in it. Mm. Came back safely. Is that like, let's say you stop over at an airport, Let's say you've never been to you, Shark. You stopped over in Iceland and you want credit, but I, you got off the plane. I got off the plane, but I was only in the Reykjavik, Air, Reykjavik, Reykjavik. airport. I okay. never left the airport. Okay. Can I say casually, yeah, I've been to Iceland? Yes. So Jeff Bezos. I'm going to allow it. Jeff Bezos and brother can say, yeah, I've been to space. Yes, he. According to my very quick Google search, mm. uh, Jeff Bezos and company uh, went about three times as high as the Red Bull jump guy. Oh. The Red Bull jump guy, I have him at about 120,000 feet. And Bezos, I think, was up to like 350-something. But are, you're not orbiting anything. You just go up, and then like you turn on your blinker, and then you come back down? Yeah, yeah signal a U-turn. Yeah. And start falling. Put your, put your arm out, you know, like a turn left here. Yes, Todd. Don't you kind of have to spend the night to stay, say you were in space? <laughs> it just seems kind of weird. It seems more like an amusement park ride. You went up, and you came down. Okay. All right. Um, you know, it might be like that Aerosmith ride. Have you guys been on that Aerosmith? At Disney? Not Disney. It's at, oh, I've uh, done that. Um, it's at another park. But, but yeah, you do the uh, Aerosmith ride where you, at, you, know, you drop like uh, 60 feet or something. And it's like. the band? Aerosmith? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, they have their own ride, I think. That's pretty cool. 
I think they have a roller coaster ride at uh, Disney. Yeah, I went on it. It's good. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was like music related. Yes, Todd. It's called Ride This Way, I think. Okay, walk this way. Okay, all right. I think he's right. No, oh, it is. That's a total. I was just being. being I was on it like four months ago. I think he's right. Okay, instead of walk this way, ride this way. But Jeff Bezos has to, he has to clear it with his people, saying like, "This counts as space, right? I didn't spend like two hundred million dollars on this." And then he wants it to be reusable, which is great. I mean, it should be. You don't want to just go up. He's got the money, but if if we're going to have space travel, um, like how crowded is space going to get? At some point. And, and you're going to have these outliers. Like, how much do you have to have somebody who says, all right, you're allowed to do this now? Somebody, <laughs> you know, Jimmy Lipper in his backyard and his brother get liquored up and they're like, we're going to the moon. Yeah, I suppose. Hypothetically, let's say if Jeff Bezos knew you and was a fan of the show and said, hey, Dan, mm. I'm paying. It's on my tab. We're going to space for 10, 12 minutes. You want to go with me? From a danger standpoint, do you think you would have done it? <laughs> you, Bezos, and a couple other bros. Six-pack. Um, I, I, I'd have to do a, a little bit of research on exactly what we're going up in, but would I do that? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. 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 See? Would you rather go to space with Bezos or Richard Branson? Rich, Rich, Richard Branson. I'd rather go to space with him, too. Because I think we're going to have more fun when we touch down. He's got a cooler story, for sure. Well, Branson has fun. Like, Branson lives like a billionaire. He has his own island, and everybody's naked when they jet ski, from what I'm told. You know, it oh. just, yes, yeah. It just sounds like it'd be a little bit more fun when we touch down. Yeah, Paul. But I think I'd have a better chance with the ladies in space if I was with uh, Bezos than Branson. Branson's a good-looking dude. Yeah. He's space a, ladies? Yeah. He's a swashbuckler, <laughs> that Branson. I want no part well, of that. Well, Bezos is taken. He has a, a girlfriend. Oh, he does. Branson's yeah. sort of a modern-day pirate. Yeah. He's, got, he's got kind of a pirate vibe for yeah. some reason. Yes. Yes, Tom. But do you want the space ladies with the third eyeball in the middle of the forehead <laughs> oh. and five legs? It's, it's what, if, what if, I know, we always portray anybody, these aliens, that they look really, really weird. What if they look like your buddy Tim? Yeah. Like the guy comes down and gets out of the thing. What if it's, you know, they look like <laughs> Sofia Vergara, and you're going, <laughs> what? Ooh. I... You know, but they've always got that either one eye or a third eye. Yes, Todd. How did we come up with that? Then why does it have to be like that? That aliens have to look <laughs> ridiculous, be purple or green in color. I don't know how that comes up. And then what do they think when they see us? They're like, oh, my Dude, God. Just two eyes. Oh, wow. Look at that guy. Yes, Paul. I'm watching uh, today's show's got a feed of Jeff Bezos landing in the capsule and he's getting out. And he gives a thumbs up. He totally missed the chance. He should have had like a package from Amazon Prime Ooh. and got out like he was delivering it to somebody. How do you miss that mar marketing opportunity? You could have had somebody who's rescuing him right. and he's got the Amazon package there. Right. He's got like a pair of flip-flops in a box and he I hands like it to it. some guy I, named I Steve. I like it. I like it. What a mistake. I know. All right. We'll take a break. I don't know what we accomplished here in the first uh, 39 minutes, but uh, we'll come back. It's still early. Got our rally caps on. Our play of the day is up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
wherever you get your podcast. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is called play. of the day. Left side, got it! Check this out. Hit in the air to deep right center field. Way back. Does he have number four? He does. John Lester's fourth career home run. The Nationals 12. The Marlins nothing to the deepest part of Nationals Park. 419 feet for John Lester. Courtesy of Mid-Atlantic Sports Network, John Lester at just under 38 years of age, the oldest pitcher to homer in a game since Bartolo Colon in 2016. He has four career home runs. That's your play of the day. Play of the day is brought to you by the great folks at M-Drive Boost and Burn, the supplement that helps boost energy, burn fat. Visit mdrivedan.com. Free shipping, 60-day guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. Found this interesting. There have been 138 walk-off wins this year. The most in baseball through July 19th since 2011. 12 walk-off home runs in July, already the most in a calendar month since August of last year. Everybody's trying to hit bombs. You're trying to end a game that way with one swing of the bat. All right. Uh, Got a new poll. It's... uh, Aaron Rodgers holds out, then plays for the Packers. Aaron Rodgers reports to camp on time. Aaron Rodgers gets traded. What would I pick today? I'm going to say Rodgers holds out, then plays for the Packers this season. Maybe he doesn't show up on time. Maybe he shows up a day later. Maybe it's just to tweak him a little bit, make him nervous a little bit. I don't think he misses any games. But uh, Adam Schefter's tweet that we read to you that uh, the Packers did offer Rodgers a two-year contract extension that would have tied him up to Green Bay for five more seasons and made him the highest-paid quarterback in football. Rodgers declined the offer, proof it's not about the money. Um, From what I was told, the language, Rodgers wanted to be assured he was going to be a starting quarterback. And that he was going to be the highest paid quarterback. So it's not news. I think that it's a, a you know a little bit more detailed that the two-year extension and that would have tied him up for five more years. The timing of this coming out, because I go back to after the Super Bowl, and you know, when we started to sort of read between the lines when Rogers, when they bowed out after losing to Tampa Bay and he wasn't quite sure, and then we're like, wait, boy, that was that was cryptic. And then we thought, oh, he's just frustrated. He just lost uh, the NFC title game. And then uh, heard that the Rams were interested in him. The Niners were interested in him. And that he was frustrated. And then there was the, hey, he wants to get language that assures him he's going to be the starting quarterback. And basically, you're going to rub out Jordan Love. And uh, you're not going to get anything for him. Hey, you drafted him and you got him for uh, five years. Good luck because he's not playing. He's not getting in front of me. That's what I was told. But that's a while ago. And, you know, Shefty, it feels like this is from Aaron Rodgers' agent in the latter part of this where it says proof it's not about the money. Well, 
is that Adam's opinion that it's not about the money? Or is it the agent saying to Adam, hey, I told you, it's not about the money. What is it about then? That's what I would ask Adam Schefter. How about we report on what is this about? If, if you know what it's not about, tell me what it is about. When was the offer made? What did Rogers ask for? Are they in talks? Have they stopped talking? I got a lot of questions here. I got a lot of questions. Uh, I'm from Cincinnati. I'm just outside of Cincinnati. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm territorial at times. Love where I grew up. Love the people. Everybody's territorial where they uh, grew up. Or there could be a, a you know, type of food that you grew up with. And you're territorial. You know, Paulie loves Chicago hot dogs and they're terrible. And Paulie likes Chicago pizza and it's terrible. But Paulie loves it and that's fine. He likes old style beer. I'm okay with that. There but, you go. There you go. Yeah. I mean, good. I, I'm good with that. Like, I'm being accurate. And then it comes to Cincinnati, not exactly a food capital of the world, but we take pride in Gold Star Chili or Skyline Chili. And it's, it, it's kind of soupy chili put on spaghetti and got a lot of cheese. I mean, it's a topping is what it is. I mean, it's not ideal for everybody, and I normally don't have it unless I've had a couple of beers, but it is ours. And they've been doing it. I have a uh, Gold Star Chili T-shirt that my daughter gave to me this past Christmas. You know, they've been serving this since 1949. It's like White Castle. Nobody has White Castle hamburgers until after midnight, it feels like. But I love them. Yeah, Seton? That's when Skyline Chili is meant to be eaten, sort of that post-bar crowd? I think so. I think. Because that makes a huge difference with White Castle. You know, time of day that you're eating it in, in a certain state that you're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also to preface this, whatever city you live in around America, whenever someone visits, you say, you got to go here. You got to try this. Mm-hmm. And the first time I went to Cincinnati of visiting my sister at Miami, Ohio, people said, you got to get Skyline or Gold Star Chili Dogs. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I made sure it was on my list. Top thing. Got to go. So it's one of those places. It sets up high expectations when you're a visitor to the town. Now, the reason why I bring this up is Gary Cohen is the fine announcer for the New York Mets. And they're playing the Cincinnati Reds, and he had this to say last night. This is the local delicacy known as Skyline Chili. The five-way with the spaghetti and the beans and the cheese. Five-way. First, the, uh, the disgusting chili gravy. And what do you put on the onions? You put some mustard or something? No, no, no. Wait a second. When you, after the onions comes the cheese, and that's what makes it the five-way. Here we go. Is the cheese? They put like ten tons of shredded cheese on there, and this is supposed to be food that you actually eat. Now, does the cheese melt, or is that a, a... Ronnie? Ronnie, have you ever had skyline chili? I have not. I have not. I would recommend not having it. Or... Well, no. You, you need to try everything once. Okay. okay? All right. If it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Try it once, and then you'll never eat it again. Okay, that's Gary Cohen, who's supposed to be just play by play. Feels like he's being an analyst there. <laughs> just saying. Like, Gary, just do the play-by-play. Just do the play. Are you this honest about the New York Mets? That's what I would want to know. If you're going to be that honest about Gold Star Chili, I hope that you are have the unvarnished truth about the New York Mets. And then you're fine to criticize Gold Star Skyline Chili. He did say to try it. But I know that Anthony Bourdain tried it and... He didn't say not to eat it, 
it's original. It's America. That's what it is. It's a combination of a lot of things. And that's what Anthony Bourdain said. Yeah. It's, it's, it's America. That's what it is. Is this Cincinnati Dan right now? On the air? Yeah, but I look, I, I'm okay with Gold Star and Skyline. Right? But I, it's not one of those where I go, God, I can't wait to get home. And you can order a can of the Skyline Chili online and, and get it delivered. My brothers have done that around the country. Yes, yeah, it does. The chili does look a lot better on a hot dog than it does on spaghetti yes. for some reason. The spaghetti thing really throws me off. I'm not a spaghetti guy, the five-way or four-way. But if you give me a couple of chili dogs, it's pretty good. No, it, it's, it serves a purpose there. It, this isn't, you know, Michelin star dining. Yeah, Paul. The top two trending topics in America <laughs> half an hour ago were, in order, Jeff Bezos, Space, Skyline Chili, okay. Gary Cohen. All right. To give you an idea of the importance <laughs> of said topic. And I would say Skyline Chili should be number one. Right. Instead of a billionaire going up for 10 minutes and coming back down. They're doing it every week, those guys. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, nothing to see here. But do I get territorial with Skyline Gold Star? A little bit. But, it, but it's... Try it. But I would recommend trying it later, you know, later in the evening. And maybe have some beers. I think I think Anthony Bourdain recommended that you have beers, two beers at least before you have it. There you go. <laughs> Not many food groups where you say, yeah, you got to be liquored up a little bit before you have it. We'll keep an eye on this story. Uh more information on the Manning brothers doing Monday night football. That is forthcoming. And John Barry will join us from Milwaukee to preview tonight's game six. One more item as we close out first hour, simply safe home security, making people feel safe is what simply safe has been doing 15 years now. The passion to protect people not only drives every engineering detail in its products, but it motivates every interaction with its customers. So many great things to talk about with Simply Safe, but when you need help setting up your system, because you're going to set it up, you don't have an electrician coming in, nobody's going to be coming into your house, but there is somebody on the other line. They'll actually answer the phone. If there's any problem, somebody is there, a person, not a voice recording. Highly trained security experts are ready when you need them. If there's a fire, burglary, medical emergency just setting up your system there's always someone who has your back to keep you safe and make sure you feel safe to learn more about simply safe how it can protect you and your family visit simplysafedan.com today customize your system you get a free security camera 60-day risk-free trial nothing to lose simplysafedan.com it's freddie prince jr and jeff died back in the ring wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season hey jeff are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. Every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.